The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lovers, muggers, and thieves? Welcome to the Boston podcast sponsored by the u.s postal service u.s postal service second largest employer in the nation offering paid training and ways to move up apply today usps usps.com this is what happens when you talk too fast you know um <laughs> usps.com slash careers i'm here with my buddy and we're going to talk uh, a little bit about vaping today and get maybe get behind the real story because i feel like people don't know the real story ronnie leblanc please welcome to the show mr ronnie leblanc what's up dave how yeah. are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, okay. <laughs> that was about as much as a little more than you deserve. No, so, so Ronnie, first of all, is a buddy of mine and a friggin' awesome guy. One of the guys, oh, man. one of my favorite guys I've met since I've got into this podcasting show biz. Oh, and uh, so Ronnie, if you uh, are a fan of Pod 617, you know Ronnie from the Monsterland podcast. It is... Um, the most well-traveled podcast in the Pod Six One Seven Galaxy. This, but more people listen to this podcast, but that's because I do so many freaking episodes. So you know, just just keep adding them up. You know, uh, that, that's how much of a glutton for attention I am. But but Monsterland per episode is you guys uh, do the paranormal podcast. You talk about Bigfoot. You talk about UFOs yeah. and flying orbs. And you wrote the book Monsterland, of course, which uh, refers to Lemonster and all the creepy stuff going yep, on in Lemonster. Yep. But you also are a consultant to the cannabis business. Yes. Yes. So you've been you've been kind of a uh, I was about to say cannabis enthusiast. That sounds like you're one <laughs> yeah, of the guys in Pineapple Express just sitting at home smoking. <laughs> but but no, tell me tell me a little bit about that. How you got in, involved in all that business? Yeah. So um, I do some work with uh, Sanctuary Medicinals, which is based out of Littleton, uh, the one of the bigger ones that are kind of coming out. Uh, the one of the first ones to open a dispensary in Massachusetts. And um, what they have done is they really have organized, I think, a better infrastructure in the sense of some of these other players, uh, when they have um, making uh, vape carts and things like that, Mm -hmm. uh, they don't have the expertise that Sanctuary has, which is a true scientist that's doing this. Yeah. And so the the whole vape kind of epidemic, this whole ban, <clears throat> took the whole industry by you know total surprise. Yeah, shocker. They had no idea what was going on. And from my understanding, even the Cannabis Control Commission didn't even know this right. was going to pop. So the story you've probably heard, dear listeners, is that people are dying across the country from vaping. That's kind of been the the narrative, and people are dying. I mean, these these aren't invented people. Um, but there may be more to the story. This is why this interests me, Ronnie, is there may be more to the story than meets the eye. And it, it irks me when there's a narrative started that, that rolls out of control and you can't put the toothpaste back right. in the tube. The one, you know, I come from the legal industry. The McDonald's coffee case is known as a case oh, yeah. illustrating the, the legal system run amok, right? Some This woman... She spilled coffee, didn't realize the coffee was hot. She spilled it on her lap. She sued for millions and millions of dollars, and she won millions. Of, the, the actual story is that she did spill it. She was hospitalized. 
that when the, the case actually went to trial, McDonald's own experts admitted that it was too hot for human consumption. It was at an unsafe temperature. And she didn't win millions of dollars. She won something. I don't know. So, hmm. but it's kind of like it doesn't matter. Like right. McDonald's uh, spinmeisters um, managed to get this story out there, and people like to say, "Oh, can you? That's how bad." Yeah, you're a lawyer. Yeah, great legal system, you know. Anyway, <laughs> so I worry that this is happening with vaping, and I've, I've I admit I've done a little vaping in the past. And I'm mm-hmm. not vaping right now because my girlfriend hates it, and so um, I'm going with that for now. Yeah, that's safe. <laughs> you know, that's right. safe. But but. Um, yeah, tell me you've you followed this a little bit. Tell me what you think and and why and see and tell me if you agree with me that it, it's not as simple as these you know sucking the this water this water vapor through this pipe is killing people. Right. Yeah. So like cannabis, the, the flower part of it, as we know as bud, um, can be compressed down and made into a liquid, and this can be kind of processed in a way where there either thinning it out with other kind of things like vitamin E from what I've, I've heard in the past, mm-hmm. uh, which they think it's safe. It's, it's natural. It's vitamin E, but it's uh, like a lipid, I'm not a scientist, but you know, when using certain things that then are ingested going into your lungs, people having some issues there and younger kids that are using this and not just taking one, two kind of hits, but almost like, well, let's see if we can finish the whole cart. You right. Know? Right. And, and so As teens would do. Yeah. And, and again, I don't know all the particulars of all these different cases, but from my understanding and my education around it is on the black market where these kids are kind of getting right. this Can stuff. we not bring race into this place? Sorry. It's complicated. Um, I apologize. No, I'm kidding. And the, yeah. Sorry. The, the <laughs> so, un, yeah, the underground black market. Yeah, so the underground market where, you know, once it got legalized, this was a win where it's okay, it's taking away from the drug dealers and everything else, right? But uh, what this is actually doing is it just giving the ball back to them mm-hmm. uh, by by having this ban because now all the 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 good stuff that was kind of coming out and done properly uh, that you can purchase at a dispensary that's legal, uh, there's you know medical and then there's the recreational grade, uh, which they're kind of the same thing in a way. Um, mm-hmm. You're still smoking the same plant, you're still getting the same thing. So there's really no difference between the two per se, um, but the 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 issue is is what this is kind of cut up with or mixed with, right. and then what when that is taken in and ingested, uh, or you know uh, inhaled rather, is causing issues. So I take it at, at first of all to to be clear, um, there's there's vaping of all sorts. <laughs> there's right. A lot of people use vaping to quit cigarettes and what they'll they'll get uh, tobacco flavored oil and they'll yeah. suck it through the the vape pen and it's not good for them per se you know it's it's the nicotine is not something that's good for you but what people might not realize is the most harmful stuff in cigarettes are their carcinogens Correct. and the other stuff that those those are the real harmful things so you at least at very least take that away you're doing something that is by definition safer um and, and then and, yeah and, that, and that's why a lot of people had started doing that to get yep. away from cigarettes and right. going, hey, I'm, I'm consuming all these carcinogens, all this other stuff, this crap. Let's go this direction. And there is, it is kind of a different alternative. Uh, I know the lab director at Sanctuary has been vaping since like 2004. Like one of the first ones to do it. He's not dead. He's not dead. You know, <laughs> and, and uh, but just, I guess there's just how, how it's consumed, uh, how it's put together, how it's mixed. Uh, but the I think the biggest issue too is now that if you have medical patients that have been doing this because they don't want to smoke a joint or they don't want to do a bong hit, right? 
they want to vape and do something, maybe they're not comfortable doing edibles or other delivery methods. Now that this ban is which in I effect, can, which I can yeah. see by the way, because having uh, again, I'll I'll come to Jesus and admit I've done some edibles. Uh, sometimes it, that's very hard to regulate. You don't it know. Is. You, you don't, don't know what you're. Yeah, and you don't know what the effect yeah. on your body is going to be necessarily. But yeah, yeah. especially yeah. on this on the street, you don't know how it's oh, mixed. Yeah. What's the potency and all that good stuff? But so medical patients now, what do we do? We if we can't purchase vape cartridges, if we can't get our medicine, right now, what do we do? And so they have to go to alternatives, and those even might be to look at the black market or even ordering from California and getting it delivered to your house, which is a risk, but people do it. Yeah, I, ironically, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Ironically, so we've been talking about this ban without telling you exactly what it is in case you don't know. Governor Baker, and I don't know, have other states done this? I thought... No, eh. this was, this was I from my understanding, and again... This was done as a public health concern, and like that's an why emergency. Able to, yeah, yeah, shut it down for four months. Four months ban yeah. any type of products connected to cannabis or tobacco that's vape. You're done, right? It, and and it is a booming business. If you haven't noticed, and you probably have, just driving around, pretty much every town in you know you can imagine in greater boston has one vape shop and sometimes more right, right? yeah and so and these are businesses and to be clear that, that unlike sanctuary medicinals they're not you know well i was, was going to say they're not selling drugs i suppose taken to an extreme nicotine is a drug right so there right. is there's but but most of these shops do not um you're not getting weed there you're not you're not you're not right. getting uh, <clears throat> thc you're getting you know, tobacco flavored oil, and it helps a lot of people again with the smoking and all that. Right, where where sanctuary is uh, registered by the state, they're, yeah, highly, they're highly regulated. Right, every every um, there's a certain amount of every product that they sell has to get tested from a state approved testing facility, a right. lab that comes every day, and they're grabbing samples from the new batches of of flour and strains, all new products. So. And I, and I'd love to know whether any of the, the deaths or even illnesses and injuries caused from vaping that have been widely reported came from a product that came from a particular, a particular um, dispensary, because I think we would have heard about it by now. I right. mean, listen, maybe they would I'm, jump maybe on wrong. that, right? Yeah, you would think <laughs> they would go right to the source and the investigative reporters would go right up to the dispensary and say that they bought this here. Yeah. But no, what the, the, then the, there was a good report that came out from the new England journal of medicine, I believe. And they said that, you know, investigating this, at least two thirds of the patients said that, um, it came from some THC that they had, you know, my word, but jerry rigged into some, you know, I don't know if they call it black market or whatever, but so that's what that's what's going on here and with any industry and uh, sorry <laughs> of all over the place i need to start vaping again no <laughs> no um what uh, i was gonna say was when when baker invoked this this whatever it's called you know emergency power to shut these businesses down for four months ironically he might have he arguably could have worsened the problem by yeah. by these people who used to just go up to a vape shop well now they they need to uh like you say um turn to the black market and, so yeah. and here's the issue when you ha when you're buying legally you have to pay a 20 percent tax yeah so now people are like okay i can't get it and even if i did i gotta pay a tax so they're gonna automatically start going back to or they they never stopped getting it from their friend or whoever else where they where they're getting this so you're just giving the ball back to the black market to kind of then right. take over. Okay, I'm slow. That's what that's what you were saying in the first place. Gotcha. You're wicked smart. <laughs> You're wicked smart, Ronnie. So so let's um let's 
talk about, actually, before we uh, continue this, uh, I'm going to give you a conspiracy theory Ooh, or okay. two. Before we get there, I do want to mention our sponsor, U.S. Postal Service, second largest employer in the United States, paid training and ways to move up. Apply today, usps.com slash careers. And you know what? The U.S. Postal Service will be holding an information session on hiring at the Postal Service, Friday, October 11th. That's tomorrow, people. So get on the stick, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., 25 Dorchester Ave, room B6, Boston, Mass. Come and get information on jobs at the post office while receiving assistance with the application process. If you happen to miss that, no problem. Go to the website, usps.com slash careers, U.S. Postal Service, deliver for the nation. So, you know, as Donald Sutherland, the creepy Donald Sutherland character in the Oliver Stone movie, JFK, mm. said to Jim Garrison, the Kevin, Kevin Costner's character, who had the means to kill the president, who had the motive, who had the opportunity, right? Who, who benefits. Who benefits, right. <clears throat> Qui bono, qui bono, who benefits. Um, so... Who so who, in theory who you, you might know where I'm going with this? Oh yeah, this this tobacco companies <laughs> tobacco have, have a win now. Right. Um, so tell people why. Well, this they're trying to regulate this industry, but what really happened was uh, the company that was really under fire is Juul J U U L. Right. And so a lot of kids were getting these these pods and getting these things. You can't smell anything. You can't really. You know, it's very stealth looking. These are disposable. Are the jewel disposable? Some of them are disposable. Okay. Some of them are ones are batteries that you get and you get the refills for them. And these you can get in like Seven Elevens. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Convenience stores. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what ended up happening with this whole ban is instantly Jules' stock went. Of course. I down. It, yeah. And I guess one of the investors in Jewel was a I guess a division of Marlboro. Mm-hmm. So that then that CEO stepped down the day after of right. Jewel, and this CEO from Marlboro took over. So, so it was oh, like I a see. land grab, if if wow. I've ever seen one. But Jewel, but Jewel is independent. You're saying Jewel is independent from the tobacco industry, but no, they so they have some again, they have some tobacco money that have invested in them. Okay, um, and this you know. If you want to get rid of a competitor, right? This is one way to do it. You you invest in them or you purchase the company and then you let them just kind of go. Right. But it is the new, you know, you don't see, if you go to a high school, uh, used to see people outside smoking cigarettes. You don't see that anymore. Yeah. No one has paper cigarettes. They're, they're vaping. Electronic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just uh, kind of uh, going back to the old school. Yeah, and, and I hear a lot of parents, you know, I see a lot of parents on Facebook posting all these things about the dangers of vaping. And, you know, like anything else, like cigarettes, I mean, obviously know the dangers. But, I mean, if I, my kid doesn't happen, to, neither of my kids happen to smoke, as far as I know. But, but I think I would feel a little better if they were vaping rather than smoking cigarettes. I mean, especially at such a young age, you know, I I don't, I haven't seen the statistics, but I imagine those that start smoking at young ages are a heck of a lot more likely to get lung cancer than people who do it occasionally or do it later in life. Right. Right. And, and to that same token, it's like, uh, I'd rather them do that than drinking alcohol quite honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's something that I'm like, Hey, when you're 18, when you're 21, when you're of age, when it's legal and you can do it, that's, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, that, that's why I've, I have tried vaping in the past is, is in part just because of my ADD or whatever. And, (laughs) you know, um, I like a drink. I like to have a beer with you, Ronnie, occasionally, which is very nice. But if I, you know, I, I noticed that I'm the kind of guy who always has to have the drink in his hand at the 
cocktail party. So mm-hmm. once you have three cocktails, you know, if you're smart, you switch to water, or club soda or something, but you right. still got something in your hand. So if you can replace the, the drink with a, a vape pen, obviously not at a cocktail party, but, but um, it's just, and that's a small example of ways that people use it. I mean, I feel, I feel terrible for the, these business owners that, you know, latched on to this booming it would be like if, for me, the governor said there's a ban on podcasts now because there are too many of them and they're well, killing people. Well, th- yeah, that's what it is. It, it, yeah. You know, it's just it's kind of uh, frustrating to see companies, young businesses, they're coming out and they're like, "Hey, finally, we're you know, my own business." The next day, they're like, they're calling in radio shows and talking to people, saying, "You know, we're done. I just had to let everybody go. Everything I sell in the shop is about vapes." You know. Yeah, I don't know how many businesses can survive four months of zero revenue. I, I bet you there'll be you over a hundred companies, they, they businesses got, that will be shut down from this ban in four months yeah. across the state, at least. Yeah. Now, what do you think will happen? Do you, you think the ban will eventually? But so the ban, in uh, by definition, I guess is over after four months. But then, right. I, I guess you know, I'm not a practicing lawyer anymore. I know you're not, so we probably don't know the answer <laughs> to this question, but. I mean, I, I hope that science prevails, that we get more and more information, because like I said, this, this New England Journal of Medicine thing, if you read between the lines, what it's saying is vaping in and of itself is not dangerous. It's, right. it, it's, it's, there's, there's something in some chemical that maybe is going around, and that's, to me, what they should be investigating, but, and I hope yeah. that prevails and these businesses can come back, you know? Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's... It's unfortunate to see what what it's kind of caused, but I think what needs to happen now is education. I'm I'm trying to convince Sanctuary and others to kind of unite all these different dispensaries yeah. and almost do a PSA type thing where it's like you guys need to join together. This is gonna this is affecting all of you, but to come back with some education, especially from with Sanctuary having a scientist that can explain this is what's kind of really happening here. There's yeah. there's some. Uh, education that needs to kind of get pushed further. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's just like, again, I said, it's a sad, there's also um, a stigma around vaping, I think. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. 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 So tell me about that, what what your observations have been. I mean, I think when it comes to parents, I have kids and it's like, that's something that you don't want, right? I can see if growing up or I had smoked a joint or something like that, my parents would be able to tell, they could smell it. This is something that you... Aside for some glassy eyes, you don't know if they, you know, just are vaping in their room or in the bathroom or what's going on, right. where they're getting it. Um, but yeah, there's just, I think also there's just this uh, older school, hey, I've always smoked cigarettes and it's kind of like the new kid in town. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, the, the, t- the, tough the, to describe, but. Right. The quintessential portrait of the, the vapor is this uh, douchebaggy kid who's got like, you know, 10 hoop earrings and, and, you know, and dressed a little goth maybe, or maybe he's got a skateboard or whatever. And he's puffing these huge amounts of smoke into the air through his vape stick. And, um, you know, fine, but it's just, it's ironic that you look at that kid and say, ugh, look at that. And that vaping is such a filthy habit. But if you see a guy in a three piece suit smoking a cigar, you're like, Oh, how about that gentleman? Distinguished. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and a cigar is a hell of a lot worse than, you know, vaping for a few minutes. Um, so I just find great irony in that. But so with, with um, Sanctuary Medicinals, how bad is there? You mentioned it earlier, but I, I want to uh, do a, maybe a deeper dive. How, how, how bad is their business hurting now because of this? Because they, they sell plenty of other 
products, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. So they 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 have other products like flour. You can still buy flour. You know the, the bud and and buy pre rolls and things like that. And other products. Uh, people are doing dabbing and things like that. Um, Wait, what's dabbing? Dabbing is something not, that they need to, about the dance. No, it's something <laughs> that they need to educate educate as well. But it's almost like the a wax uh, concentrate that's kind of created from the flour, mm-hmm. and it's another way to kind of consume it. And it's almost done through like a dabbing system, which is almost like a bong. Oh, I see. Right. Uh, so there's all these different delivery methods with this. But I think with, um, you know, uh, dispensaries and ones that are these cultivation centers like Sanctuary is, uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but I, it's a considerable percentage of their revenue is getting affected from this ban. And yeah. I would say, you know, it's it's up there. I would say it's probably over 30 percent or something. Yeah, which is also devastating. Not as devastating as 100% for the vape shops, but it's just brutal. It's just brutal. And, you know, I'm I'm suspicious. I mean, I've met Charlie Baker a couple times. He seems like a nice guy. I think his approval rating as a governor is probably pretty high, I'm guessing. I don't yeah. know. It seems like he's doing a pretty good job. But um, this was a panic move, in my opinion. It was a, it was a panic move. And you'd think as, as a Republican, he's a moderate Republican, but you'd think he would have the interest of business, small businesses, you know, in mind. And, right. um, and to me, it's just suspect, like, did, I don't know, did someone from, did the Marlboro Philip man, Morris yeah, send did, him an email and say, listen, did, we're going to reduce your, right. uh, <laughs> did the Marlboro man ride, ride his horse into the governor's office <laughs> and, and with his whip and said, uh, you know, Charlie put down the vaping. Um, because we didn't put too fine a point on it before, but, and again, I don't know the numbers, but the people are fleeing uh, traditional cigarettes for vaping. And it, it, what you mentioned earlier is that Marlboro is, is trying to now get their piece of the pie. But I think that there are so many companies that have gotten into vaping that it's, it's, a, it's more of a, a fractionalized, whatever the word is, yeah. um, industry. So that, yeah. so that there's no way it's, it's too, it would be too late for Marlboro and Philip Morris to excuse me, completely, um, you know, get in on this. And so unless they shut down all the existing ones and then right. just yeah, start buying them up in. and, you yeah. know, and it's, and it's all about the technology that's used in these delivery methods with the pens, the batteries. Uh, and there's new different ones that are coming out now that you can adjust even through your phone that they've had them for a couple of years with an app, you can adjust the temperature and really? all that. I mean, it's, oh, that's it's crazy. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'm always I'm I'm amazed from what I know of it of the number of flavors you can get in, in and the the pe- the people that concoct these flavors they're like the Willy Wonka of vaping like right. you can get like you know <laughs> coconut strawberry meringue you know or you can get and um, every once in a while if you walk by someone who's vaping it's to me that's it's 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 kind of nice it's because it's it's a pleasant smell rather than right. you know someone who's been smoking cigarettes all day usually you get a little like mm, yeah right. Right. Yeah, that's stale, gross smell. Well, Ronnie LeBlanc, you're awesome, and uh, you have to go record another podcast. Yes, now. Don't you I feel do. like quite the celebrity? <clears throat> I do. Yes. This is fun. Look for Ronnie on <laughs> the Monsterland podcast, which is coming up next year on Pod Six One Seven, but not really because we're recording a podcast. So it's it's whenever you're listening to it, people. But thank you. Oh, by the way, just uh, yeah, go to pod617.com backslash uh, Monsterland for all of Ronnie's shows. And buy the book for crying out loud. Go to Amazon and buy uh, Monsterland, book by Ronnie LeBlanc. Orbs, flying, I forgot what the subtitle is. What's the subtitle? Encounters with Bigfoot, Orange Orbs, and UFOs. You get all that for just the price of one book. So do it, man. 
Thanks so much to our sponsor, United States Postal Service, USPS.com backslash careers. Thanks to our friends at Adori, A-D-O-R-I. Go to the App Store and download the Adori podcast app, and your podcast will come to life like nothing you've ever seen before. On behalf of the great Ronnie LeBlanc, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston, but if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. You must be the other guy. (laughs) 